Good afternoon, everyone. Good morning and good evening to you all. Um, welcome to Inquiry. Flint uh, is, in, is on the Cape today in Massachusetts, giving a talk, I believe. So uh, I'm filling in for him today. So um, let's start with a sit and then we'll proceed from there.
now we'll do the uh, verse of the robe. Vast is the robe of liberation, a formless field of benefaction. Wearing the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. Vast is the robe of liberation, a formless field of benefaction. Wearing the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. Vast is the robe of liberation, a formless field of benefaction. Wearing the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. So, welcome everyone. It's great to see everybody. Um, as I mentioned before, I'm filling in for Flint, who's in, um, in, uh, on the Cape at Providence, Providence Town in Massachusetts. So he'll be back next week, presumably. So um, I'd like to start uh, today with a poem. The poem is called Trough, and it's by Judy Soren Brown. There is a trough in waves a low spot where horizon disappears and only sky and water are our company. And there we lose our way unless we rest, knowing the wave will bring us to its crest again. There we may drown if we let fear hold us within its grip and shake side to side and leave us flailing torn, disoriented. But if we rest there in the trough, are silent, being with the low part of the wave, keeping our energy and noticing the shape of things, the flow, then time alone will bring us to another place where we can see the horizon, see the land again, regain our sense of where we are and where we need to swim. So I um, selected that poem because I wanted to talk about fear today. Um, talk about how it can rise up in our bodies and take control of our physical being. Now, at times, we are wise to pay attention when we feel fearful, as it may be a sign of imminent danger. For example, if you're walking along a road and there's a child beside the road and a car is coming racing down the road, you'd want to pay attention to the fear of what might happen to get the child out of the way, in which case, fear will lead us to an appropriate action other times, our fear arises on our, based on our prior conditioning. Thoughts, ideas about what might happen if we do something differently, or if we come out from the shadows of fear. 
we perceive some danger that isn't truly there or our sense of danger is greater than what reality is actually presenting. So um, I want to kind of explore the latter, that is um, the fear that, are, that comes up from our conditioning. We try to avoid that, right? It doesn't, doesn't feel very good. We turn away from it, we bury it, we block it. We use any means possible to avoid it. However, these schemes ultimately block us from heartfelt participation with life, with another, with a community, a work, a future. And we know there is really actually um, nothing that we need to do except make conscious things that we already feel deeply and then to live through the unending vulnerabilities of those consequences. That, according to David White, is courage. So what I wanted to do today is um, talk about fear, not so much talk about fear, but talk about um, how it comes up in me, my experience of fear. And um, we'll just go from there. So um, I tend to have, I have fear like everybody else. And one of the things I fear is speaking in front of people. <laughs> Um, and so uh, yesterday in particular, I was, I was really, um, I was really working a panic attack there, you know, I was just getting more and more scared. And so <clears throat> um, I was able to sit with another person and um, allow myself to actually experience my fear. So I still have some of that fear around. I work through a lot of it, but it's still here a little to some degree. And so I just want to kind of discuss what that is. So in my body now and then it manifests by a, a, catch, a catch in my breathing and a lot of energy, a lot of energy rushing through my arms, the right arm in particular. And my mouth gets dry. And then if I really pay attention, I can feel um, tears wanting to form and I feel a tightness in my face. And then I get an image of a, of a young child who's just terrified. And I, I feel that terror. 
But as I see her, a part of me, the adult, also sees her. And and softens. The adult softens and wants nothing more but to hold that child, to take away that fear, to take care of that child. And then with the touch to my chest, we feel that. And there is a calming, a calming. And then we know that we need each other. We need each other. So that's my experience of, of fear. And it's kind of curious. Um, it, it allays the fears, at least temporarily. Um, and uh, a friend of mine that I was sitting with, um, I was talking to them subsequently and um, I was wondering about this whole process um, and thinking, I'm such a fearful person. How can I be, I've taken a vow to be a bodhisattva, to liberate others. How can such a, a fearful person even think about taking on that job or thinking that they can do that job? And I was reminded of the vow to liberate all beings and that Bhima the Kirti, one of my favorite sutras, um, would go anywhere and be with whomever. He would go to bars for people who were drunkards and he would talk and be with them. He would go to brothels and speak with the prostitutes. Anywhere, there were people who were suffering from fear or whatever it might be. Using any possible means. So I again thought, well, shouldn't bodhisattvas be braver than this? And I was reminded that bodhisattvas teach by means of their own vulnerabilities. So, um, right, so here we are. Um, that's all I have to say. If uh, anyone would like to share or come forward and participate in this life, um, Come on.
Hi, it's so refreshing to hear you say all that, you know, because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, you say you're a person that lives with fear, me too. <laughs> you know, I carry so much fear with me and, and it used to disable me and imprison me because I thought I had to get rid of it all in order to step forward or to be good enough or to be okay. And I think with the practice and over time, I've learned that it's just going to come right along with me. (laughs) (laughs) And that if I can create space, you know, the practice helps me to create space with it. And, and to like, you were talking about relating to it, like my little girl, my little ball of anxiety that goes everywhere with me is here. Now it comes every, every Tuesday, it comes along, you know, and it's, it's, it's right there beside me, but it's like a, like I've accepted that that is part of me. That's part of, of what's there. And, and it's not going to go away. And life for me, it's, it, I get afraid of everything, silly things, daft things. Sometimes I can be absolutely fine. And another day it can be making a phone call, you know, just getting worked up over talking to somebody or making a call or, and it changes, but just kind of like you were talking about, just that sitting with it, noticing it, being with it, giving it space has really helped me to, you know, walk with it mm-hmm. rather than be imprisoned and and stuck somewhere like I was for years, just stuck, just terrified and trying all kinds of ways to distract myself and to not think about it or to do everything but what I'm supposed to be doing that I'm afraid of. You know, I was a great procrastinator because that was better than facing the fear. But it's kind of, I'm kind of learning as time goes on that it's 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 not about getting rid of it. And it is just, it's not about facing, it's turning towards it gently, like you were saying, and really just talking in a different way to self, to the, to the young part and to, and to just, and like you said, soften, it really is about walking with it, isn't it? We're never going to be unafraid. We might get less afraid or it might soften or we'll get better at having space around it, but it's always going to be with us. So I know it's always going to be with me. That's how I feel. Yeah. You know? um, there with you. Yeah, so it was really, it was really lovely to hear you say, you know, how can someone like me that has fear do this or do that or, you know, it's kind of, it's almost like our fear can make us feel imperfect or broken, (laughs) you know, you know, not good enough, you know, when actually that's, that's what connects us all. That's why we need each other, you know, because we are all afraid on some level and that connecting kind of dissolves it somewhat takes it away that turning towards each other like sunflowers do you know and it's there's something about turning towards each other being part of the sangha connecting that really helps to soften softening together you know rather than just being afraid on our own yeah because i think we limit ourselves to because of the fear there's so many things we don't want to do we don't want to come forward or you know be the first one to speak or be the first one to, you know, say, hi, come on in or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Or coming forward to you, you know, like, oh, am I going to say something stupid? Am I going to say something silly? Oh my goodness. What am I going to do after this to myself? You know, and it's like, no, just come with it 
and then sit with that afterwards sit with it create space for whatever arises afterwards mm-hmm. you know rather than oh god that's gonna ha-, you know that's gonna happen again so i'm gonna avoid it's yeah. like well yeah i am gonna do that thing that i do afterwards mm-hmm. but i can make space for it and maybe connect with somebody like yourself about it mm-hmm. exactly yeah. anyway thank you, thank you so much laurie thank you Hi, Sheila. Have I got sound? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to get more out of that. I got a lot out of it, but I'm going to work it some more. Okay. Your story. I mean, my fear is being scolded when I'm being scolded. Mm-hmm. And, and one happened recently with a A helper here who is irritated by me <laughs> and um, and then the nurse came in talked so loud and I felt scolded by both of them mm. and um, and I often feel scolded and so I jumped what I what I did at first with your talk was jump to your wonderful solution where well, your wonderful resolution of being also the child in me that is the one being scolded and the adult in me being able to soften as she rocks and cherishes that little girl and soothes her. So I kind of jumped to that, but I realized what I want to continue working with is the way you, of course, this incident for me was a sudden, unexpected thing. Um, whereas you could sort of prepare for mm. this talk, I guess, for when mm. you were going to have to talk in front of people. But I can kind of do that. I'm going to work with that because I know that that particular helper doesn't like to be with me. And I've, <laughs> I've already said, you can come in my room and do stuff when I'm not here. I'll go sit somewhere anyway I'm trying to work on it my way but I I like your way of really doing the kind of gestalt to me it's kind of a gestalt thing of feeling all the apprehension and all the cringing and all the shrinking uh, in my body different places like your right arm yeah my, my voice my throat and I frown and all the things that just cringe when they start yelling at me. And so I, I want to kind of sit with that in my imagination ahead of time some more and imagine these little trips, these little experiences and be so aware. I mean, you slowed down so wonderfully and gave yourself time and gave us time to follow your feelings, your sensations, perceptions. God bless us for having those things, even though we know they're emptiness. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the form and the emptiness. But anyway, I, I'm talking too much as usual. So you're not just, talking too much, Sheila, um, at okay. all. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna no. say one one more thing to you. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, um 
I think one way one can experience, really experience those um, feelings in the body. Sometimes uh, some of us are, don't pay attention to the body much. Um, I don't know if you're that way or not, but at any rate, if in order to feel those sensations, sometimes you have to broaden your awareness. So you just broaden it out and make space, just make space. And then you can feel things more. Increase your awareness. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. There we go. Hi, Darcy. Hi, Lori. Good to see you. It is so good to see you. I got to say first, Sheila, thank you for your very sweet description of what you go through. That was just beautiful. Um, Lori, I couldn't not raise my hand after hearing you today. Oh, man. Mm, makes me cry on the inside. I may start crying on the outside, too. It's just, it's so beautiful. Um, for you to step forward in that way and give us, it's the gift that you gave us, which is walking. I mean, I could see you experiencing each thing as you verbally described it to us as you felt it in your body and um how genuinely true at all of it it was very um very touching and very um moving and that way in which you teach is profoundly um, important and and I want you to uh, get it um, oh, I'm trying to learn it too You know, but I'm, I realized, you know, I'm, um, that it's a kind of arrogance to think, you know, that I'm the only one with these problems or thoughts or, ways of being vulnerable, you know, and when someone like you steps forward, that helps me get it in a deeper way, you know. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You're so welcome, Darcy. And I want everybody to know that this, um, this practice or this way of presenting it um, really helps helps me as well. It's a, you know, it's who's, got, who's getting the gift, who's the, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. 
really? just no there's no coming and no going because it's all one loop you know and uh yeah that's um hard to understand with the mind but when someone embodies it like this for you it's very clear you know that that's how it is yeah um, I just wanted to thank you. Thank you, Darcy. All right. Hi, guys. Um, okay. I hope, hi, hi. I totally identify with a lot of what was shared. And I remember um, <laughs> it's been a long journey, but um, at a time when fear kept my voice, you know, on lockdown and um, I was silent and scared to um speak up uh, for fear a lot of fears anyway and um i remember reading you know like normally the suggestion was like breathe through your fear but um that just calmed me down but it didn't allow me to free my voice right and to be my authentic self and i remember reading um elizabeth gilbert big magic and where she embrace the fear and talk to the fear and said, um, take, you know, you could be here, you're gonna be part of this, but you don't um, drive the car, you know? And, <laughs> no, see, and it's amazing yeah. the difference that made for me, like, you know, recognizing that it, it could be part of me, but it doesn't have to control my actions and to um, lean into that, right? Like okay, you're going to be here, but you're not going to stop me from living. And it gave me action rather than just breathing through it. It allowed me to free my voice in a way that I hadn't done before, you know, and um, stand up for myself and live the life I envisioned without, without the fear of the judgment that had kept me, you know, held me back, right? And then... Um, Recently, um, actually, Jessica did a, a talk. I don't know. Honestly, guys, I don't know the name of the talk, but Jessica did a talk where um, she introduced something called Hakomi. Mm -hmm. And that like took me even to a different level because it was like when I, um, because during the exercise, you know, you embrace everything you're feeling without judgment you just like giving it voice right so even if like before I didn't understand where that fear was coming from just me taking note of my full experience whether it's feeling lightness or joy or pain discomfort I was giving voice to every um part of me uh, without judgment just writing it down so I start, I would write it down, you know, without anything. And then afterwards, I'll come back to it to explore what could possibly be bringing that up in my body, you know? Uh, and that to me was just such a um, transformative experience because you, you, I didn't have to hide anything, you know, what I mean? like, yeah. there's no hiding. It was embracing all of you, like, so what you feel um, angry, so what you feel, how do I call it, um, 
jealous. So what? There's no judgment on that. And then from there, okay, so why are you feeling this way? What is what's triggering in you to bring up that emotion? And it's it's cleansing and um it allows for true healing for me. It allowed true healing. And um, you know, like I realized a lot of my fears took me to <laughs> what's the name? Who wrote anyway, the author that wrote like to the edge or something like that, but it took me to my edges of different beliefs, right? Like it took me to that point. It's like, oh, oh, you're getting real close, you know? And <laughs> so, <laughs> so honestly, it's been um a real eye opener because I didn't even realize I held certain beliefs, you know. But in um again, in doing that full body scan and just giving voice without judgment and then exploring it is allowed me to see things I didn't even know knew um I held within me so yeah it's great to have that kind of exploration you know because yeah. there's a reason for everything there's a reason why we carry these beliefs they're not just oh, yeah. things and it's good to and really understand how all these things formed and make peace with them or whatever you need to do with them yeah yeah so thank you for this talk. Thank you. Becky. Hi, Becky. Hello, Lori. First, I'd like to I'd like to thank the four women who spoke before me because so much of what I would have said also, but I'd like to also repeat the part about what a magnificent way that you have done this teaching today. And the fact that, like, I've watched you for a while on various things. <laughs> Usually when you are tenser about something that's going on, you feel, you know, whatever, you're going to blow it or whatever that is, that you start talking faster. Uh and today, you spoke it beautifully slowly so that we were feeling with you through that, so that we could hear each of the words and let them seep through what we're taking in and what we are in conversation with within ourselves, because that slowness kind of needs to be there for that to really happen. And you did it just magnificently. And Lori, I don't know what it is, but today you look softer and more beautiful than I've ever seen. So whatever your way of preparing to be here is something that is part of the essential you that you've brought forward. So I just wanted to say that. I, I'm, it's beautiful. Thank you so much, Becky. I really appreciate it. And I, I often think of myself as walking in the world without a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. And yet there are, of course, the many fears that I do carry or the things that can trigger the fear that I carry. And um, I got around to it backwards today because when you were, well, I mean, just in terms of my own where I am right now and what my conundrums are that I'm dealing with and so on, um, is that when you were describing the whole process of, of 
of contracting and becoming smaller, right? And it just flashed across like so many times in my life where I was like just trying to be there solidly and carry on the best I could or however that all goes, right? And that if I didn't actually look at the stuff there, which I wasn't much before the practice, which has been recently, you know, um, that, that I would find that I'd gotten actually smaller in a way that, that I felt completely trapped in almost. So, and, and that, that is a really useful thing to know is, is to notice even if you just get a little, you know, a little tiny, a little bit smaller, that that's one of the clues. And, and I appreciate the way that you articulated it and so on and that, yeah. So, and, and I have some things going on right now that I can, I can use this in quite immediately. And I just want to thank you so much. Thank you. Maria? I'm just gonna, just gonna sneak forward for a, an extra tiny bit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was just thinking about um, what Joko Beck talks about quite often, and, and it's something I do, and I catch myself doing and sitting really helps me to catch that is that how when we're afraid or whatever, we start evaluating all situations. And instead of just seeing them as they are kind of adding evaluations to them and is it good? Is it bad? Am I going to be okay? Am I not? Am I going to be good enough? Am I not? And I notice I do this all the time. You know, I'm always kind of evaluating things and kind of um, not. It's not something I'm actively doing. It's like a a, a little kind yeah. of um, record that goes on in the background. You know, and then I notice the tightness, and I notice the fear building and building and and getting bigger, and uh, and it is about that. It's kind of like really being able to slow ourselves down enough, isn't it? When we sit, we slow down enough to catch what we're doing but quite often we don't hear this record that's going on that's causing the fear that's we just think that everything's terrifying and oh my god i am going to be awful and that oh god that is better than that that's worse that we just think that's just the truth because it's just how it all feels but when we slow ourselves down enough and catch that record we can begin to see the stories that we add to everything you know to everything <laughs> You know, it's like this life as it is, and then we put a story on it, and then it becomes fearful, or it becomes fantastic, or you know, the, all these these constant stories that. So it's really been helpful for me to slow down enough to to begin to catch that, and it hasn't stopped me doing it, where I catch myself doing it, you know, and uh, and then and then at first you feel like because you caught it and you can see it, you feel like you're getting worse. Yeah. You know, oh my God! You know, this this is what's going on inside of me. But actually, you're just seeing everything that's always been there, sort of going on. And then you begin to see it, and you begin to see it for what it is. It's just a story. It's just something we're telling ourselves. It's something the child tells us to keep away from things, to protect us. To you know, everything's too big for us, or we're not going to cope, or we're not going to be enough, or all those core beliefs that we pick up through life. So for me, sitting has been invaluable just to create that space. I mean, you can't emphasize that creating space around it enough to catch everything that we do. Yeah. 
I, to me, that's one of the critical things. I think there's a lot of noise coming in from something. Anyway. But here we go. That stopped it. Thank you. Um, yeah, where was I going with that? Um, the stories. <clears throat> oh, I've forgotten. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I think, but I think the first big step is, is seeing, seeing that we're actually doing that, right? And I know when I started to notice all these, this continual narrator that's telling me <laughs> what's going on, you know, it's this whole <laughs> describing everything and sometimes, you know, making judgments all the time actually but if it's this whole thing it's like i'm not what am i not here why do you have to tell me that <laughs> this little voice going around it's kind of amusing but i also cringe you know i cringe at all this stuff yeah, goes through your mind but it's just all part of the process right <clears throat> and that's where the self-compassion comes in isn't it because then we're like oh my goodness look at what i do well, then bringing that self-compassion in, that being kind about all there is that we do, because we've we've worked out how to do all this to protect ourselves strategies, isn't it? Yeah. And then it's kind of we're just learning. We're just beginning to see it. And it's so give give yourself a break, isn't it? It's like get off your own back and just kind of, you know, have that self-compassion that we would have to another person with the same struggle. We often forget, you know, compassion isn't complete unless it includes ourselves and we often we often forget that yeah. i think uh, thank you we've got leslie yeah, yeah i'm gonna let thank you laurie thank you maria hi leslie oh. ah there we go hi laurie um Thank you for doing this. And I'm, you know, I'm, I've never participated in, I've never raised my hand before because I kind of feel like I don't really belong here and I'm sort of poaching, but um, I couldn't help it because fear is my specialty. Ah. I am really good at fear. And uh, I especially want to appreciate you for bringing in that whole somatic piece of it. Mm -hmm. and uh, physical sensations of it because for me that is really where the gold is and it's um the place we don't want to go Absolutely. i mean the last thing i want to do is is go where that discomfort is in my body and i can remember years back you know when i before i started all this work of um my my pattern being if I feel afraid I pretend it's not there let's just act like we're fine and you know confident and you know all those things and all it does is just freeze it and um you know lock it into place and you know make me give a 10 minute speech in two and a half minutes because I <laughs> most of it and said and the rest of it this fast blah, 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 like that so that, I mean that's how it that's how it is but you know it as i continue to practice just allowing myself to feel it and and staying out of my head that's going a million miles an hour and telling me you know 
how scared I am or whatever it's telling me. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I appreciate, you know, what all the people that have spoken so far, I relate to every single word that's been uttered and that whole idea of making space for it and just allowing it to be there. Mm -hmm. The hardest thing you'll ever do, but it's, it's the thing that really makes a difference. And yeah, doing yeah. some inquiry around it and having some self-compassion. So I don't think I'll ever be done dealing with fear either, but um, <laughs> but I, I really do appreciate what you've brought forward and, and what everybody said. So I'm very grateful to be here today. Well, thank you for being so brave and yeah. coming forward. Yeah. Where yeah. are you from? Austin. I live in oh, Austin. From Austin. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, thank you. Kathy. Well, hi. I um, really didn't expect to speak today, but um, I'm so moved by your embodied experience of fear that you shared with us so that we could work with you on that. And also by the the sharing, the heartfelt sharing, the conversation that you started, you know, in this inquiry, um, it's, um, it's precious, is what it is. And I was thinking about that little girl, and my background is in early childhood education, and it occurred to me that one of the things I used to teach is that children are wonderful observers, and they're crummy interpreters. <laughs> They're lousy at interpreting why things are happening, right? And so a lot of what, we, what I was thinking, a lot of what I carry in that little girl is probably not even true. That's right. You know, it's, and yet it's, it has this power to live on. And, and then I was thinking of Norman Fisher, and I go back to his line very often when he talks about, um, you know, the suffering that humans do to themselves and, each, and to each other. And he says, we come by it honestly. Oh yeah. We come by it, you know, we're just human. We come by it honestly. And so that, um, for me, that kind of pulls the, you know, the self bashing out from under my feet when it, yeah, with it. And, and it adds a, a sense of humor. Almost. It does, it adds a bit of humor, which, which helps to, you know, remind, remind me not to take myself so seriously. Okay. Don't take yourself so seriously. You know, you're human, you come by it honestly. So move on. And then <laughs> the third thing is I worked with Flint on this one time and, um, and he had me envision that, that little child. Um, and, and, you know, we did a lot of work with that. And then to get in touch with my, my true self, and to just tell that child, I'm here now. Yeah. And, you know, that was the most, maybe you have to go through the whole, you know, experience to feel the power of that. But to look at that fragile little being and to, and to be able to kind of even verbally put your arms around that being and say, I'm here now. Yeah. Um, is just profoundly healing. 
Absolutely. I worked, I have worked with Flint for a long time myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, and it's just, I, I think it saved my life. Really turned things around. Right. Right. So thank you. And thanks everyone who, who's spoken. Yeah. Thank you so much. self-centered dream, only suffering, holding the self-centered thoughts exactly the dream, each moment, life as it is, the only teacher, being just this moment, compassion's way, caught in the self-centered dream, only suffering, holding the self-centered thoughts exactly the dream, each moment, life as it is, the only teacher, being just this moment compassion's way caught in the self-centered dream only suffering holding the self-centered thoughts exactly the dream each moment life as it is the only teacher being just this moment compassion's way Thank you so much, Laurie, for bringing something forward that's so alive in all of us and for the two for one experience, the talk and the experience together that, that we all that we all got from that. So thank you so much, Laurie. And if you'd like to offer Diana to um, to Laurie and to, towards any of Appamada's programs and facilities, then please do go to the calendar appamada.org forward slash contribute and there you'll see an opportunity to offer Diana to lots of various things, including the teachers and, and towards inquiry and, and Laurie. So thank you all so much. And if you'd like to continue to meet and share, then please do join myself and others on the uh, virtual porch and we'll continue for a further 30 minutes. You just stay right where you are and go into gallery view. Thank you so much. Bye -bye. Lots of love. Same to you. <laughs>